0: Wake up. (laughs) Wake up. Oh, here. Good. From Hafiz, I heard God laughing.
1: Wake up a while. (laughs) So I guess we don't have to wake up all the time. It does not have to be forever right now. One step upon the sky, soft skirt, would be enough. Hafiz, wake up a while. Just one true moment of love will last for days. Rest all your elaborate plans and tactics for knowing him, for they are all just frozen spring buds, far, so far from summer's divine gold. Awake, my dear. Be kind to your sleeping heart. Take it out into the vast fields of light and let it breathe. Say, love, give me back my wings. Lift me. Lift me nearer. Say to the sun and the moon, say to our dear friend, I will take you up now, beloved, on the wonderful dance you promised. Wake up for a while. It's a nice one. All right. Guess I'll start.
0: an interesting thing, this thing called death. What is it really? What really is this thing we call death? Well, I'll tell you what, on this journey of awakening spiritually, each and every one of us at one point is going to come face to face with what we call death because that's a part of this journey of life is the journey through death. So we are born, so shall we die. But what is it that we're speaking of that dies? It's not the soul. It's not the spirit. It's not the true living essence of God, of beingness. It is simply that illusion of the reflection of what we call the mind, the emotions, the imagination, and the body. Those vehicles by which the soul enters into this experience of this physical dimension. Those vehicles by which the soul can move about and have experience. Those vehicles that as the soul leaves, each of these vehicles that we experience this transition or movement from one level of consciousness to another And in that transition of dropping or leaving one of those vehicles, whether it's a physical body, an astral body, a causal body, a mental body, an etheric body, through any of these vehicles, when the soul leaves those vehicles, we call it death. In this world, we call it death. It is simply the soul just dropping that vehicle of experience so it can now move into its greater experience in its continuing journey of life. It's important to remember this because in these worlds of reflection and illusion these vehicles seem so real that they have a life of their own that we find ourselves getting caught up and believing that this vehicle is it. This is who I am. So. When this goes, then I go. Where do I go? That's the question. And that is the fear that we often experience in this transitional process that we call death. The fear of death. They say it's the greatest fear. But what is that really? Other than just experience of the soul moving from one level to another. Hence, is why it is so important to participate in the actions of awakening or what we call meditation because it is in that action that we begin to awaken and experience what that transition is without truly having to experience the fullness before that time comes. That we meet death face to face while we are living even physically. That in this action of meditation and awakening, that we see that face of death and see it for what it is. A simpler way of saying this is facing our fears. But in this case, I'm specifically talking of the fear of death. Because it is that fear that will entrap and hold us, the soul, in these vehicles to keep recycling or re one experience, one vehicle to another, thinking that that's life rather than the spirit of who we are. It's very interesting, just a few mornings ago, I had an experience where once again I was reminded even the Creator, that one which we call Lucifer, Cal, Satan, whatever we want to call them, the creator, the Lord of this land of illusion and reflection, that one who creates the fear, who stirs that and does everything it can to have the soul buy into, react to, believe into the experience of fear in what we call life here, that which dies. And in that experience, He even said to me, he goes, those that are like you, if I cannot scare them, I kill them. And then he lashed out at me. And those were his words. If I cannot scare them, those like you, if I cannot scare them, I kill them. And he struck me. I'm not dead. I'm still here. I'm still alive. But you see, That's part of the journey. That unless we are awake and truly know the truth of life beyond death, that often we will buy into the fear that Cale will try his best to create and stir within us so that we buy into his illusion, that we keep ourselves entrapped out of choice if... Kale can get us to react and believe in the illusion through that fear he stirs. He keeps us entrapped, giving our power away to the illusion. That's the confrontation. And maybe it won't be direct where you literally see Kale face to face or the Lord of death. Maybe it'll be just through your own personal details of living your life that that fear will stir within you more on an intuitive or inner knowing level rather than having a direct experience like I'm talking about now. It's the same thing, whether you see it and hear it or whether you just simply feel it or intuit it. It is that movement of energy that the soul moves through for experience. And so the creator of these worlds, reflection, will do what it can. To create fear so that we buy into the fear and react and stay anchored in these worlds that we don't wake up and know the greater truth. That's why he even said to me, he knew who I was. He said, those that are like you, if I cannot scare them, I kill them. But you see, even the word kill in there, that's trying to scare because that's the greatest fear that we, as we buy into it, allow ourselves to be stuck in these realms of illusion. So be aware of that. The next time death, or shall I say the fear of death, because death is an illusion. Fear is too, actually. But it is often that fear of dying that stirs us into getting hooked, caught up in, in continuing our experience of the illusion through that fear. So the next time fear comes knocking at your door, the fear of death, open the door. Invite death in. Say, come in, you're welcome. I fear thee not, for the Lord is with me. It is when we in ourselves can come to that place of truly being vulnerable, looking death in the face, in fearing not that we overcome the illusion, the grand illusion that death is. It is at that point when we truly now are born again or begin to live in the greater truth of what living is. No longer are we under that illusion or caught up in the fear of death, afraid to live our lives because what might happen? Oh, my God, I'm going to hell. I'm going to fall. I'm going to fail. I'm going to be miserable. Where do you think all those feelings and experiences come from as well? Because we're too scared to truly live for fear, of dying, because isn't dying even the ultimate failure? Think about that. What's the worst that could ever happen? Is that you could lose your job, break up in a relationship, be broke, or is the worst that could happen that you die? It's important not to avoid these issues within ourselves. Eventually, we are all, every soul on this journey is going to have to face all these things that are in common to humanity and life on these levels. There's no avoiding it. So the sooner you can face it and look it square in the eyes and move into acceptance and loving and let go of the fear, the sooner you wake up And you stand free of the illusion that that fear runs and is. When you can stand and just look, Cale, Lucifer in the eyes and say, I love you, go ahead, kill me, scare me, do whatever you want because I know that this is just an illusion that I cannot die, that me, the soul, the truth of who I am continues to live Regardless, eternally, infinitely, of no matter what takes place, I continue the journey of life itself through every realm, through every level. That I cannot die, that I am life itself that continues eternally. Because that's the truth. That's the truth. Who each of us is is that eternal life, that eternal light, that continues regardless of death of the illusion, whether physically, imaginatively, emotionally, mentally, or unconsciously, because those levels do drop away, or what we call die, as the soul lets them go in its journey home, the return back to from which it's come, its origin in that ocean of life itself. That state of pure beingness that is just light and sound, the movement of loving. That's the journey of the soul through this realm. And part of that journey of awakening into that greater oneness of being is the journey Of experiencing, recognizing, acknowledging the illusion for what it is. It has to be acknowledged inside of us in order to let it go. That's why we cannot avoid or run from or deny anything in life. Confront it. And when I say confront, I don't mean fight it. I don't mean angrily. I don't mean challenging and stiff. I mean simply looking, listening, loving, being open and vulnerable. Because it is that loving openness by which we set ourselves free. Because in that loving openness is the way by which nothing can harm us or stick to us or get us caught up in the belief of what it is as far as the illusion goes. But that's the funny thing. That's the challenging thing on this pathway is the letting go, is the looking at, is the accepting, is the letting go and being vulnerable because of that fear of death and getting harmed That we react, that we close down, that we pull away from and that act is how we choose into separation. That's how we separate ourselves and how the Lord of fear does such a good job of assisting us in doing that for ourselves. That's the funny thing. It is a choice. We just don't know it until it's time that we come to know it. And how do we know it? By walking through the fears and the illusions till the day we wake up and realize, oh my God, I had a choice all along. I thought I was being controlled, dominated, domineered over that I had no choice, I was a victim. There's nothing I could do. That's what often it looks, sounds and feels like. Until finally that day comes and we look it straight in the eyes and say no more. I don't care how scared I am. I don't care if I'm going to die or get hurt. I don't care. I am done running, I am done fighting, I am done struggling, I surrender. Do what you're gonna do, because no longer am I going to buy into and live according to your standards called fear. I am going to live now in a state of liberation where I let go and surrender all of my attachments, my illusions, and open up to the greater truth that the loving divine is. That day will come for each of us on this journey. And that is a liberating day, a wonderful day. And even when that day comes, because there's a day where we make a big breakthrough and wake up to the greater truth and letting go of that fear of death. But then even after that, we continue living. We continue our journey. Physically even. We're still alive. We're still breathing. We're still doing in the world. We have yet more experience to have. And we may face death even in many ways before the ultimate day comes. Because there's all kinds of little reflections or pictures and the ways that the fear of death can, sh- can show up, can pop up. To continue to try to scare us, because as long as the soul is in this land of reflection, the creator of fear will do what he can to get us to buy into it, even once we know, and even once he knows that we know the illusion. He will still continue to try and it's a game, it's a game. That's why it's called continuing our journey in vigilance. Always coming back to that place of surrender and focus because life itself in these worlds have this certain pull And that pull will try to do what it can to get us to contract, to go back into the fear, to limit ourselves, to pull away into separation once again. And we know what that feels like, looks like, sounds like. We know what it looks like physically. We know what it feels like emotionally. We know what our imagination does with all the images. We know mentally. There's just different reflections of those states of contraction. And that's okay. That's why it's important to be vigilant. Always pay attention to what is the experience unfolding inside of you at any given moment, in any way, shape, or form. But then to realize as you go through whatever the experience is, and in this case I'm speaking of those contractual type of experiences where we pull away from, that it is at those times it is important to remember that we have a choice that we can allow ourselves to contract, to go into separation, or in that process, we can now choose to focus back into that state of expansion where we're open once again. That we have to do for ourselves within ourselves. And that is what takes place automatically every time we choose the soul, every time we choose God, every time we choose loving because we get what we focus on. So if we choose the loving, we focus on the soul, on spirit, we will begin to move back into those states of liberation and freedom and out of the states of contraction, of separation. It's a simple process. But what it takes sometimes to move back into those expansive places, to overcome the fears. That's a part where we find ourselves challenged, whether we give up or whether we give in and up. Because that's the direction to go in order to win. In other words, to set ourselves free. To let go of all the fear that would pull us down. It's an amazing journey. we we'll realize the simplicity. Even though our lives may seem complex, and all these levels within us to deal with, no matter how confused or chaotic it seems to get at times. How simple the inner journey of expansion and liberation is. It's not only making the choice, but then it's backing that choice up with the actions. And not just once or a few minutes, but continually for hours, days, weeks, months, and years to continue moving into that, to the soul, is finally liberated and free of all those illusions and attachments and fears that the Lord of this creation, the Dark One, would have us buy into. That's the ultimate fear, the fear of death sooner we confront and begin to liberate ourselves from the illusion it is. And when that day comes, when truly it is for the soul to leave this physical body and not return, that won't be such a gloomy day because we'll be approaching it consciously. because we will be knowing the greater freedom on the other side of that fear. That we can know that before that ultimate day comes when we leave this world. That we move freely from this level to the next, wherever that next may be, in this great journey. And the wonderful thing is, those that have been initiated that have that spiritual way shower, that radiant form of the Holy Spirit of God's loving that walks with us, that even if we don't fully understand or know in complete awake consciousness before that big day comes, And even before that day, every time we go within, that as we begin to let go and surrender and open to that radiant form, that that inner teacher is always there, is always there to assist us on this great inner journey of life. That even if we have the fears to fully surrender, to let go, because we don't know yet if we're really going to die or live, that as we are able to let go and look to that radiant form of spirit, this is where trust comes in, or faith, belief. because that's part of the process that we move through to be willing to let go. And if we can look to that inner radiant form and trust and belief and faith, if that assists us in letting go, then it has done well. Because as we look to that and allow that action of loving and grace into our lives and allow it to bring us through life itself that all that I've been speaking of unfolds it is through that action of surrender humbleness acceptance acknowledgement that we set ourselves free and allow God's loving through that radiant form or the inner teacher to lift us, to bring us through all of these inner experiences through all these realms that we do come to know that greater truth of the divine. Many of us are scared wandering or feel like we're wandering or feel lost or confused because we don't know what to look for. We're not sure what's coming. Where are we going? And rightfully so. But if we have one that we trust and look to for that guidance, for that journey home, in truth, that's all we need. Because through that action, the surrender takes place. The freedom begins to move in. Through that action of grace, it brings us through all of these experiences that we get to look at, confront, let go, wake up, experience, move into. All of it happens all through this action of meditation and liberation even at times when we feel alone, that we don't feel or see or hear that inner radiant form of God's loving walking with us, that it is those times, and I can say, because I know, that radiant form is always with us, even when we're not aware. But the times that we're not aware are those times where we do now confront all the challenges and the illusions of which I've been speaking of. But you see, that's how it works. God's always walking with us. But we've got to do our part in the learning and taking the action of stepping up and looking at the illusion to finally break free and let it go. And then we wake up and realize God's always been there right with us the whole way. So the journey continues step by step. Experience by experience. It's not just the big awakening, the big aha. I'm one with God. The great illumination. It's step by step. Little enlightenment by little enlightenment. Little freedom by little freedom. Little light by little light. Do we move into that greater? Step by step. And it's important to remember, this journey takes time. It can take years to really fully wake up and know the greater truth of spirit beyond the illusion. It can take years. And I'll tell you what, it's amazing because as those years unfold, not only do we go through all kinds of physical experiences in our lives, but we go through all kinds of mental and emotional and imaginative and unconscious right in the body. And some of us we're conscious or remember dreams, or our body experiences, or inner experiences. We have all kinds of things And in all those experiences as the soul is journeying through the realms of illusion and how real it appears, we often will become fascinated by that which is beyond the physical. What Jim and I, a lot of people out there call the psychic or metaphysical. It's a fascinating journey through the astro-causal, mental, etheric realms and the soul, and the physical, for that matter.